Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the definitive developers podcast in fantabulous Chelsea, Manhattan. I'm your host, Michael Nunez, our co-host today, Dave Anderson. And today we'll be talking about virtual versus physical boards and how do you track progress at work? Is this about the matrix? Yes. The matrix of work. <laughs> it's not that fun, Mr. Oh, Anderson. Uh, not Kung Fu. No, not Kung Fu. <laughs> well, Mr. Anderson, today we'll be talking about visual boards. <laughs> yeah. In Agile Shop, you would find a board that would have pieces of information. Sometimes it's either virtual or physical. Yeah. I think the term from XP is informative workspace. One of the practices. Right. The idea that you can get information as fast as possible when looking at a piece of data is, is the faster it is, the better in XP. Because right. you got you to gotta get back to pairing. What are you doing? Get to pairing. Stop it. Extreme. <laughs> Full potential. <laughs> Full potential. <laughs> yeah. Go and brawlock. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So a board is a tool to track your current sprint and make it visible for the team to get that information faster until you can you know know how much work needs to get done to the end of the sprint. Right. And I mean, there's so many products out there. There's so many tools that people use to track this kind of information like Jira or Trello or Clubhouse or any number of enterprise ticketing solutions. Right. There's also ways you can do it without yeah. those things. Right. I mean, like the virtual boards come with a lot of power. I mean, like me looking at it, like thinking about it rather, Trello is like a place where you have swim lanes that go down. You can add and subtract swim lanes very easily. You can add stories to the backlog, you know, currently in progress, in QA, ready for the shipment. Yeah. And you ship it and done. Boom. I think Trello plays on the idea that you can create and destruct these boards really fast so you can move forward however your team sees fit. Jira, on the other hand, has all sorts of tools that allows you to understand the the burn down or the burn up and all sorts of stuff that happens around your sprint. Are you familiar with the, like the tools that exist in Jira? Oh my God. Yeah. I once, I did an RFP to like convert something to Jira and it was like, oh, okay, like how do we model our workflow? Like we have a very particular workflow that we must have. Right. And Jira lets you do whatever you want. It'll let you configure anything in the world, like put up roadblocks, wait for approvals, all kinds of things. It is nuts, the, all the stuff that you yeah. can get from Jira. But it was like, it was going to take us weeks to configure. And there are shops that do that. Like, you know, shout out to those places that are like out there sitting down, fully understanding Jira to maximize the full potential of the engineers who are creating a product <laughs> i'm gonna say that a lot of times probably okay, today. Yeah. it's the theme of the evening there you go but it can definitely create charts of how well the velocity of the team and keep track of all those things so that you can better improve the team going forward and yeah i mean i personally hate jira like i really this is not like i advertise but i really hate jira jira is so <laughs> difficult this is product I, placement right now yeah you're getting paid no, right no, now I'm, not, I'm definitely <laughs> not it's if they paid me they're asking for the check back because i hate jira <laughs> i hate it any marketing is good marketing right like look at <laughs> look at peloton hey hey yep i mean oof, that's a spicy one right there yeah like jira has so much stuff and i think the problem that i have and why i hate it is because you know Three out of four shops just want to track the swim lanes, 
Like that's it. Like there's so many things right. you can configure. It's right. crazy. But it's also like there's so much configuration, but then it's also like kind of it adds complexity when you have that configuration. Like some tools are a little more opinionated. You can't configure right. it as much. Like something like is Clubhouse like that? Yeah, yeah. Clubhouse is a little more opinionated. I think Trello is also a little more opinionated because like it's just okay. like you have a card, man. Like you can pull it left or right. And like, I don't know what this means, but like, you yeah. know, or at least Trello doesn't know what it means. Right. Because uh, they're just cards. They're just cards. And you just move them one place to another. And, you know, it's up to you to derive what this means. Right. Like Jira, you can have it in epics and you can in, make it into another like issue that is the parent initiative <laughs> is the thing above an epic. And it's crazy. Oh, man. Anytime I accidentally click something on Jira, I just like close the window. I'm like, no, no, I need to start from the beginning. <laughs> Let me go back Where's to my, my board. happy place. Yeah. <laughs> I saw way too many charts. I need to get out of here. I just <laughs> command W out of there. Right. Yeah. And I guess that's that's like part of the argument for like an informative workspace, right? <laughs> like, right. If you find that it's slowing down your productivity, then that might either you invest in figuring out how it can improve your productivity or you throw it out <laughs> one or the other right but like if you have a physical board in the room you don't have to like alt tab over to the board and see what it is and make sure you're on the right tab and you didn't click on the wrong link or whatever it's like you gotta look up you just <laughs> look at the wall it's right there right and you're not constrained by what jira or someone else thought you should do with the board right i think like the only constraint you're worried about with the physical board is if you got genuine post-it notes, then chances are it's going to stick on the wall. If you got like some bootleg, then you got to worry <laughs> about the stickiness of it. Or you're going to have to get some scotch tape to put it up, that kind of you stuff. You got to get the super sticky ones. Oh, yeah. You know, because like it, you got because once it comes off and then you try to put it back on, that that bad boy's going on the ground. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We right now have a physical board at the client that I'm in and like our swim lanes are derived of index cards with scotch tape because like those are bigger but then our stories are actually like in post-it notes mm -hmm. and we we've been doing that as of late cool. it's been really interesting one of the things i guess there's a couple of i would say cons in using a physical board first of all when someone is working from home you have to like pray that there's a person in the office to be like, yo, yo, Bobby, yo, move that ticket for me, bro. I'm done. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't move it. There's no way for you to move it. You're working from home, right? Like, I mean, yeah, XP doesn't care about that guy. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. not extreme, That's working not from home. <laughs> <laughs> it's not extreme at all. You got to plow through the snow. <laughs> Right. Get to work. Oh, you got the flu too bad. Pair now. <laughs> Bring your baby too. Exactly. Stream yeah. with the kid. <laughs> Strap it right onto your back. Here, have a bottle and a pacifier. <laughs> Suck on that. Daddy's got to work. <laughs> but if you're, you know, working from home, then like the physical board can't help you. You can't really see what you can pull. And if you, if no one's home, then you might as well take the day off. Like that's like the one difficult thing I see right now with the physical board right and i guess there, there's also like deeper context for the story like you can write like a user story in the form like you know as a person i want some stuff so that i can have 
a good time or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And if you have the whole team there, then you can have that conversation. Right. But containing links to like mock-ups and things like that, like sometimes a virtual board can glue that stuff together yeah. a little bit easier. Right. Like sometimes a feature, a user story could have like the mock-ups that you mentioned. Well, then you could just go and you can see them without having to like fetch through your computer or like look through emails because you didn't, there's no way for you to do that physically unless like you print the mockups out. And if you're doing that, why? <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I've never thought of actually printing out mockups on a physical board, but that is like confusing. You would have to probably just have the mockups on you in your computer and then like look through them in the context of when that story was written, which could be really confusing. Right. Like, it could be cool if you print them off. I don't I don't know. I've never done that before. I've never done that before either. I'd never thought about that. Like, yeah. it's just been like, hey, like, get that work done. And it's like, well, who do I have to talk to about these uh, designs? But <laughs> if you're printing them out or you have a map in your computer, I think that's the best bet. But one of the benefits of using a virtual board is that you can have all that space. Another problem with me and, and physical boards is I should not be responsible to write the stories out because <laughs> my handwriting is atrocious. I do remember that. I was working on a team that had a physical board and like there was like one guy who were like, we were very happy when he volunteered to write the, the tickets Bobby out. had a good handwriting? Yeah, very oh, good handwriting. Man. But then the, our project manager, everybody made fun of his handwriting. I felt very bad for him. He's like, you know, he's the guy who has all the context, like he's ready to help. Like, but you know, it's like, man, I, I just can't read the writing that you're putting down here. Y'all Yo, be honest with you. Like sometimes I want to break my hand just so that, <laughs> just so that I can force myself to learn how to write again so that I can write better. That's like really extreme. You want like, like a montage sequence where you're like recovering, <laughs> learning to write again. Learning how to write again with a broken hand. Maybe, I don't know. I need to know how to write better. And I think I need to just go back to first grade and just follow, you know, those dotted lines you get. Yeah, I wonder about that. I mean, I feel like to a degree, it's like muscle memory. It's like typing. Like you, if you practice it a little bit every day, maybe you can get better at it. I mean, the way I write is so nice, but it's so ugly to read for other people. <laughs> I have an idea. So of you're what like I wrote. really happy with it, actually. I'm okay with it. It's just like, is that an F or an R? I don't know, Mike. Like, what's <laughs> what? that? How do you... I write the F, but I never lift up the pen. When I write a lowercase f, so it looks like an R sticking its leg out straight or something. I don't know. It's weird. I'll tweet it or something so people can okay. make fun of me. I don't know if I've seen your physical handwriting. Oh, actually. It's, We're it's just taking notes in Google Docs. Yeah, I, yeah, and I'm glad we've had to do that. That's the reason why I like physical boards because it's just like it allows me to write notes faster because I can type much better than I can write. So when people are like, hey, Mike, can you you mind writing that story down? I'm like, yeah, I do mind. Like, please. <laughs> yeah I, I guess there are certain things that like if if you're working with the the virtual board like it doesn't provide a particular feature that you need like it doesn't have a certain kind of report or doesn't let you drag a card in a certain way then you may just be like kind of like oh well like how do i make this tool do this thing for me like how do i get that burn down chart or how do i like put this story somewhere for later or like group them in a different way yeah, might not support that. So you just be like, okay, well, I, I guess I have to work inside of the constraints that I'm provided. 
Right. I mean, given the time frame, if you really have the time to set up Jira, like it will help you do that. But whew, nobody got time for that. That's like nobody. a full. It's like a full time job. Yeah, it's like ain't, a full-time ain't nobody job. got time for that. <laughs> got to hire a scrum master, and they're the ones responsible for oh, that. Poor one. soul. Yeah, <laughs> and like you know, having a backlog that is extensive on physically is also like you know how often does that happen i think might be a little difficult too like do you have a pile of stories hanging out in this space (laughs) as your backlog as you pull them in or are you writing them like that's kind of like the thing yeah yeah that's that's interesting like i guess there's like there's a time that a story is most like known to be valuable but often like even with virtual boards if you write that story out far in advance by the time you get to it you'll find that you have like a pile of post-it notes you're like why did i ever think that i needed this like which i mean it's fine like then you can like you know marie kondo it into the garbage if it doesn't spark joy (laughs) throw it out say thank you thank you for reminding me that i have a duplicate of this and it was great (laughs) when i first wrote it and then you put it in the trash that is the true marie kondo of jira (laughs) I think another, I know I hate it. I mentioned that I hated Jira and talking about physical boards is great. But one of the things that you don't get from a physical board is like, it is tied down only to the team that is responsible for the stories to get done. Right. I think what I've seen Jira use is, hey, like the, not a chief or or C-suite officer or whatnot, but like someone higher up may want to see like, what is all the work that is currently being done in the organization? And imagine doing that with the physical board where like you had 12 teams, all physical boards. That'll be really hard to like get down and get that information. Like every scrum master would have to create a document of what's happening in the physical board so that this particular C-suite or higher up or management is wanting to find out what's the work that's getting done. Using Jira, if everyone's every team is on it, then it's like a link and you can see all the work. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's like when these tools really start getting used more. It's like, okay, we're we're growing as a team. We need to agree on some way that we can collectively know what we're all working on. Right. I recently ran an exercise at the client that I'm on where we did a user story mapping where we pretty much had to use a physical board to kind of go through the journey of a user and writing out the stories of the future of this product. So we have like Mm -hmm. a timeline, not a timeline, but like from left to right, how a user interacts with the application. Okay. So it's like they're to do for the day. Like they brush their teeth and get dressed and take a shower. Right. So like if it, you have an application from left to right, say I'm, this is going to be freestyle. So I may mess this up, but say you got like a Fitbit and the user wants to start tracking his, the jogging that he's going to do. Right. So Bobby presses the button and then he starts going for a jog. So that one of the features is start tracking for jogging. And when that happens, it hits a particular front end or back end. I do not work for Fitbit, nor is this an advertisement. 
unless you want to send me one. Um, <laughs> <Get> that, <laughs> that Google money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you have that, it hits certain applications and then you have to put certain pain points that exist. So like if the user's like, oh man, it doesn't show me the time I've been currently tracking, that would be like a pain point. And right. you write all this on like in two halves, a top half and a bottom half, where the top half is what is the current implementation of all this work and what is the bottom half of what you the dream of what you expect mm -hmm. things to be and what you do is you end up writing stories or tasks that will go from as is the current implementation to the to be implementation of it totally you're like oh if, if a user's pain point is that they wish they can look at the timer as they're doing the run then maybe we need to create a interface on the fitbit screen to show the time that's currently elapsed as they're running kind of thing and then like you write all the stories down to the to be dream implementation until the dream is true that's cool. Yeah. So I'm hearing like, it sounds like it's a very like collaborative process. You're like kind of pulling cards around, like rearranging things and like putting them in groupings that are like kind of evolving over yeah. time. So it's like, right. I do not know how you do this in Agile. And so I, I would not imagine how you could do this in Jira. No, no, <laughs> yeah. This is all physical. And then what we did from there is that we try to plan out the sprints that we currently have. Like, right. oh, if we fit all these tasks that we did into the sprints for the next six sprints, what would that look like? And we plugged all that in. And yeah, we have like a roadmap of like what we expect the work to get done, which is great on a physical board. That exercise, there's no way you could do that. I don't think you could do it virtually unless there is one I'm unfamiliar with at the moment. But if you... Right. But, you know, someone had to put in like many, many hours making an opinionated tool about how to do this thing. Yeah. Or you could just sit like, you know, three or four engineers in a room and Hash it make out. some cards. Yeah. Yeah. Hash Figure it out. It out. <laughs> and, then, and then what we did at the end was we took all the stories that we implemented through the user story mapping and we put it in Jira. So like that allowed us to have a physical and then we put it on a virtual, but we want to keep our physical board as the board of truth because right now the client uses jira but mm -hmm. we like are trying to use a physical board so we have to like keep them both in line with the source of truth which will right now is on jira but will eventually be the physical board okay cool i guess i'll ask you have you ever had a discrepancy between physical boards and virtual boards and how did the source of truth which one it was sort of became it because I've always had that problem. Like, hey, we use virtual. I want to use physical. And then you got to like, got to figure out the system behind it. I mean, it's always tough, like figuring out whose responsibility is to update the board. The Whichever one is not authoritative. Like if, you know, we're saying, okay, the, the physical board is the real deal. Then either everybody has to be very diligent about updating their own stuff, which you know, gets out of sync occasionally. So somebody's got to be like the custodian yeah. and like go through and like clean it up. Got to be the sure board lord. <laughs> oh, the board lord. You got to be the okay. board lord and you have to keep them in sync. Well, I mean, when you, when you say it like that, it sounds very prestigious yeah. and I'm fully ready for this responsibility. I, <laughs> that came into mind with the whole idea of being the time lord. But like, <laughs> I think the, <laughs> the board, I don't have to be a board lord. It just yeah, sounds I don't know. Right? It just came into mind. The way I see it, if you want to do the other thing 
Like say if there's a physical board and you want to use a virtual board because you work from home and you think that that's like the best way to collaborate with people, then you have to be the board lord. There's no stopping that. You want this other thing, you got to pick it up. <laughs> so right now, since we're planning, we're enjoying the physical board aspect, I'm signing up to be the custodian, but I'm going to switch up that title and be the board lord. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you will reach your full potential. Oh, my full potential. Yes. Well, I guess if you use a physical board or a virtual board, just keep in mind, as we mentioned before in time, it's about informative workspace. And if the tool that you're using is a constraint for the team to get and deliver the product as effortlessly as possible, if that tool isn't doing it for you, then you should really reconsider a different tool. Right. Yeah. Don't let the tool hold you back, like be a source of friction. Yeah. Again, don't let the tool, as you said, hold you back and be and use and have your full potential in delivering product. I just got to <laughs> throw it in there a couple okay. more times. <laughs> yeah. So, so they get it. Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez, thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.